Brandon. And Emily. It's Brandon and Emily, the podcast, episode 13. We're teenagers. We are. That was quick. That was really quick. Seems like just last week we were preteens. Time flies. And here we are. Teenagers. Teenagers. Going through Uh, puberty. (laughs) It would have been great if my voice would have cracked just then. Uh, Oh, well. can't. I can't make my voice crack. We just took a drink. So it's yeah, lubricated. I, I wetted my whistle. Mm-hmm. Wetted my whistle. Uh, Thirteen <laughs> episodes in. Uh, Brandon and Emily If you want to check out more about us, maybe visit our shop. We got hoodies, t-shirts, stickers, mm-hmm. all kinds of good stuff. Mm-hmm. If you want to support, that's one way to do it. Yeah. Uh, also follow us on social media. Brandon and Emily Podcast on Facebook and Insta, mm-hmm. and Brandon Emily Pod on Twitter. We would greatly appreciate it. Every time you like something it helps us mm-hmm. and that's not hard to do just hit no. the button you know what i hate though i've noticed like what? algorithms on facebook mm-hmm. they drive me insane mm-hmm. sometimes we'll post something and i think it's like golden yeah and i'll get like two likes and mm-hmm. i'm like what the heck and then you can like look and see how many people saw it and it's yeah. like 17 yeah it's like we got like a thousand <laughs> people that follow us on facebook and only 17 people saw it mm-hmm so do, do us a favor. Check our page once in a while. We, yeah. we greatly appreciate Just that. Just go look at it. Yeah. It'll look back. Yeah. You guys can gaze into each other's eyes. Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you been up to since episode 12? Um, Super Bowl happened, it which did. we'll talk about. We've, Plenty to talk we've about. We've got a lot to talk about. Um, Ray got spayed. The cat. The cat. I had to think about that for a second. I was like, wait, who? What? I was seeing if you could remember. Um, She got (laughs) spayed and I got my second COVID vaccine. My arm hurts. I was going to say, how are you feeling? I got that this morning. So honestly, it's just about the 12 hour mark, which is when people start to feel symptoms and I feel fine. I'm tired, but I can't tell if it's just because I'm always tired at the end of the day. Well, I asked you how work was today because you just seem a little, not like you're not like in a bad mood or anything, but you're not like peppy. Yeah, I'm tired, but I can't tell if it's just because I'm tired or if I'm probably, I'm honestly just tired, but my arm hurts. It's sore, but I don't walk around like a chicken like I'm doing right (laughs) now. Like I don't do that all day long. It'd be funny if you did. Yeah, it would be. But other than that, right now, nothing. So we'll see what happens. But Ray got Ray getting spayed has been the most adventurous thing that's happened. Is that the newest one that yes. you guys got on Christmas or whatever? Yes. Yeah. So she went to the vet and got spayed and decided that last night and this morning she was going to let all of that energy out and oh. she has been wild. Oh, maybe that's why you're tired. She has been absolutely wild. Your she cat got, is like our baby. She's not a baby. Anymore, yeah. Our toddler. But your cat's yeah. keeping you up like a kid would. <laughs> yes. She got kicked out of the bedroom last night, which I like to sleep with my cats because <laughs> they're cuddly. And then I would die. <laughs> <laughs> you would die. You would die. I would never um, wake up. Be the end of me. <laughs> um, You would suffocate to death. <laughs> so last night, she get home from the vet. And the first thing she does, she had just like normal human surgery. You can't eat before you go under anesthesia. Mm-hmm. And so she didn't get to eat dinner on Sunday night. Well, she ate, but we took the food away Sunday night. And then, so the first thing she did when we got back was go to the food bowl and her little back end wasn't working great because she's still high. <laughs> My on, back end doesn't work she, great either. Don't she's worry. She's still high on anesthesia. And then she like wobbles over to the food bowl and then she eats a couple kibbles and then drops them because she can't, her brain's Aww. not working. So Mine gets, doesn't either. So she gets Me and this cat are twins. <laughs> So she gets frustrated and starts digging at the food and like spilling it out of the bowl. So there's food all over the kitchen. And then 
she apparently continued to do it last night and Chris woke up to it this morning and sent me a picture and it was all over the place in the water bowl, everything. And we have a fake tree in our room and she decided she wanted to learn how to climb that this morning. So she's knocking stuff. She's just been all over the place. It sounds cute to me because I'm not the one having to do it. It's been very, very funny and entertaining, but it, 5 30 in the morning when you have five minutes left of your alarm you're like yeah that's the worst (laughs) the only i gotta confess something the only reason i remember that that was your newest cat is Mm -hmm. because you just posted the video yes of the cat and i had her name on there yeah and you put the names (laughs) on there yeah which that video was awesome by the way yeah thank you i'm dealing with her all night long basically and then this morning she's going crazy and then i will come back into the bedroom from getting ready and yoda's in the bathroom sink and oh. I was like, w- like he's chilling, straight chilling in the bathroom. I was like, what is <laughs> happening? You guys, have, you, I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Now, I'm no vet, but your friends that we found out do crack, crack mm-hmm. have been giving it to your cats. They had to have. <laughs> your, I don't know what your happened. Your friends and your cats are crack kids. <laughs> I, did they, by the way, did they say anything about me accusing them of being crackheads, or am I off the hook? Um, I think they did say something, but it was like brushed over real quickly. <laughs> the conversation moved on real quickly. It usually quick, is fast. when you're guilty. Yep. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Sweeping things under the rug, just like your cats. So yeah, it's been an adventurous couple days here. Well, so. I'm glad you're alive and kicking. Me too. Could Me be too. worse. Could be worse. How about Could you? Be. I have not had a shot and I feel great. That's good. That's good. <laughs> good i feel great i feel great my arm just hurts yeah i wish people could see you doing the chicken thing <laughs> every time i say it my arm hurts i do the little chicken wing oh you're doing that the chicken dance. yeah that's the one-sided called. chicken dance yeah there you go there you go uh like you said uh just super bowl mm-hmm. uh which we're gonna talk a lot about that coming up not just the game but commercials mm-hmm. going to hear our thoughts on the commercials the mm-hmm. halftime show mm-hmm we're going to talk about that, but you went to some friends and watched it, right? You guys yeah. normally don't do parties. Yep. So we did Jacob McKenna's house. So excited to hear about that. I just went and hung out with Josh and Ashley at their house. Fun. Katie actually stayed home. Her and Paisley stayed home, but I went over to Josh and Ashley's and watched the game. He's a big Chiefs fan. Okay. Their whole family's from Kansas. I know the Chiefs are technically in Missouri, but Kansas, that's mm-hmm. their team. People that live in Kansas, most of them like the Chiefs. So he gets it honestly. Yeah. Uh, so he was upset that night because his oh, team yeah. obviously lost. But oh, yeah. Super Bowl food, so good. Yeah. So good. But yeah, Super Bowl and then uh, a lot of sports stuff over the past week, mm-hmm. which has been kind of nice for me as a sports fan <laughs> because the last several episodes we've talked about, we've there's been all kinds of celebrity deaths and mm-hmm. things like that. It was kind of nice just to have yeah. just, just sports. Yep. The NFL awards ceremony mm-hmm. happened, of mm-hmm. course, before the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning. Our guy, P. Mm-hmm. Money, no surprise, but first ballot Hall of Fame. We're going to the Hall of Fame and Jim Irsay. Did you see the picture of him in, in the plane with his kid? I did not. Peyton. Brandon Stokely, who's a former Colts player, he, mm-hmm. who also played for the Broncos, just like Peyton, which I've met Stokely. I have a, some stories about him, too. I used to work <laughs> Kittle's Furniture okay. up in Castleton in Indy. And he used to come in. A lot of Colts and Pacers used to come in there and buy furniture. Mm -hmm. So I got to interact with several of them. But anywho, Brandon Stokely, good friend of Peyton's, posted a picture of Peyton and his son, Marshall, on a plane. You know, saying congratulations. They're getting flown to Tampa, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was Jim Irsay's plane, the owner of the Colts. Okay. The plane was unreal. (sighs) 
I mean, no surprise. Yeah. But it was like bigger than most people's houses. Like, That's nuts. As far as just like the seating arrangements. Mm-hmm. Like it was like they were sitting in a living room, <laughs> but it was a plane. I feel bad Reggie Wayne, the wide receiver, Colts wide receiver, didn't get in with him because that would have been really cool. Mm -hmm. But I think Reggie will get in at Mm -hmm. some point. You know, he was nominated and just didn't get through this time. But he'll get in. It just would have been cool to see them get in together. But other than that, I saw the other day a preview. You know, I talk about Bobby Bones a lot. You always Mm -hmm. ask me where I'm at in my book. Yes. And I'm doing good. I'm over halfway. But Bobby Bones, one of my radio, um, I never know what to call him. Mm -hmm. I don't like to call anybody an idol. (laughs) God is my idol. You called him an icon the other day. He is kind of an icon. He's like the youngest person to get into the Radio Hall of Fame. And Mm -hmm. he's still like, he's still like, he's young. He's just a few years older than me, I believe. Yeah. But uh, he's still doing it, obviously. And he's already in the Hall of Fame. He's just somebody I really enjoy. Somebody Mm -hmm. that I would love my career to end up like his. But he's been doing a lot of things other than he still has his national syndicated radio show. Uh Uh-huh. But he's been doing a lot of things the last few years outside of radio as well. <laughs> Obviously, he um, is on American Idol. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times he's like a special uh, coach or whatever, talent coach for American Idol. So you've seen him on there. He's hosted a lot of other things on TV. Mm-hmm. But he's got his own TV show coming out. Oh, cool. It's going to be on the National uh, Geographic channel. And <laughs> it... it the preview came out for it mm-hmm. and I saw it and I watched it and it looks like it's going to be a great show. Like he basically just goes around, does all this crazy stuff, but he's like helping people along the way. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And I'll have to, I'll have to show it to you. Maybe I'll even share it on our social media pages, but yeah. I tweeted that I was excited for it. Uh-huh. And then he responded and was like, thanks man. <laughs> but that's like the fifth time that yep. he's talked to me on Twitter. You guys are BFS. I now. know. I feel like we are uh, just hire me already. Bobby yeah. Bones. I'll come down to Nashville. You need to tell him and be like, bro, we're officially BFS. <laughs> uh, once I finish this book, he has two books. Once I finish this book that I'm reading now of his, mm-hmm. I'm, I want to get his other one and read it. Yes. But I am a big fan of his. So be on the lookout for that show. It, it looks really good. Uh, and then the other thing I was going to talk about was a, a bar downtown India, a famous Irish bar. It's been around for a long time. I, it, it was announced they're closing for good. Who? Clada. Oh, okay. I don't even know if I say it right. It's, I think so. It's like C-L-A-D-D-A-H or yeah. something like that. That's but not how you spell it, but yeah. Close enough. <laughs> it's along those lines. I think you were closer in your pronunciation than you were in your spelling. <laughs> <That> makes sense. <laughs> uh, but it was right there on Meridian Street. Uh, you know, if you go downtown, you go to all the bars and clubs, you see that. And I knew that bar because... Smiley Morning Show, ZPL, every mm-hmm. uh, St. Patrick's Day, they would go and broadcast live from somewhere. And we went there one of the years that I was working with them, and it was just so much fun. Huh. But they closed, I think, like in March of last year because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And I don't just don't think that they've ever... Now, I'm not completely 100% on my facts here, but I don't think that they ever opened back up. Oh, wow. Uh, because of, of COVID. Now, I know that they had several locations across the country that had been closing down, I think, even before COVID. There used to be one up on the north side of Indy that closed down. Mm-hmm. But it's it's for sale. Uh, the bar is for sale. And the reason I bring this up is because I collect a lot of, like, just cool stuff like that. Like, yeah. if you go in my garage, you can see I got all kinds of, like, signs. Oh, neon yeah. Neon signs and stuff like that. And this weekend, there's going to be a sale that <gasps> takes place. From, Are you going? No, I don't have a job. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Can't afford that stuff. <laughs> Uh, but if somebody wants to go there and buy stuff for me, sure. Uh, but from like 10 a.m. to 5 o'clock, to 
5 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday, they're going to have all kinds of stuff up for sale from the bar. Like the actual bar itself inside the mm-hmm. bar, it was built by like in Ireland. Like what? they had, yeah, it's that's like super so cool. authentic. And that's up for sale. And one of their other locations in Columbus, when they closed down, a man bought the bar and put it in his own home. And they're going to be selling a lot of their decorations and stuff like that. And I thought it was really cool. So I wanted to to mention it in case anybody's interested in going down and buying any of that stuff. But yeah, it's just sad stuff closing because of COVID and and things Mm -hmm. like that. Now, something else will go in there. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'll get bought like, I mean, right away. Oh, yeah. It'll be another restaurant or a bar or something. It's right there on Meridian, but... I just hate to see businesses closing. By the mm-hmm. way, I, I was off, but not by too much. I said C-L-A-D-D-A-H. Mm-hmm. C-L-A-D-D-A-G-H. Oh, good job. The Clada. So D- did you have anything else? Not really. You uh, heard my excitement. <laughs> you just want to go take a nap. Yeah. We're going to go take a nap and uh, we'll be right. <laughs> just kidding. We'll be back to close the polls, though, in just a few minutes. Brandon and Emily. Time to close out the polls. Brandon and Emily Pod. No, Brandon Emily Pod on Twitter. (laughs) At least I corrected myself. Yeah. Brandon Emily Pod on Twitter. Give us a follow. Mm-hmm. Again, if you haven't already, we would appreciate that. And uh, that way you can participate in our poll questions. One of my favorite things we do, it's a fun way for us to interact yes. with, uh, with, with you guys. One thing I miss probably the most about being on the radio and having our morning show mm-hmm. is it's live and you get those phone calls. Yeah. You, you know, get people can call in. Feedback. Yeah. And so for us, this is a way for us to interact with, with you, mm-hmm. with you guys that listen to us. Brandon Emily Pod on Twitter. We usually fall, follow back. Mm-hmm. Not always because sometimes we just forget or whatever. <laughs> But we, we try to follow back. Let's go ahead and get to those poll questions. Last week's episode was kind of fun. Oh, yeah. So I think we have quite a few. There's like 15 or something this week, which oh, yes. might be the most we've ever had. It's possible. But let's go ahead it and get up to, there. Let's go. Yeah, it is. <laughs> let's go ahead and get to poll question number one. RB Adams on the air and Hamley and preteens. 67%. Mom, the meatloaf. <laughs> Mom! The meatloaf! What is that from? Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Okay, thank you. I think it's Step Brothers. It's definitely Will Ferrell. Mm. Or no, is it? No, it's uh, it's not Step Brothers. It's Will Ferrell that says it, but it's um, Wedding Crashers. Oh, Mom, the meatloaf. Gotcha. Hey, Mom, can we get some meatloaf. Hey, Mom, the meatloaf. We want it now. The meatloaf. Mom, the meatloaf. Twenty-two percent. No, they're mature, mature adults. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eleven percent. They sure act like it. Excuse me, we're teenagers yeah. now. <laughs> We've grown since we're, last week. We're almost adults. Does B Adams on the air look like Fred Durst? Sixty percent, yeah, at times. Thirty percent, mm. nope, not at all. Ten percent, maybe behind blue eyes. Ah, you see, see what I did there? That's a song of his. Yeah, I love yeah. that song. By the yep. way, yep, yep, yep. No one knows what it's like Sing. to be the bad guy. <laughs> In case you don't know which song that is, that's it. So 60% said, yeah, huh? Yeah. I think it's only when I dress a certain way. If I wear my big 90s coat, the big puffy one, and Mm -hmm. I have my hat backwards, then yes. But other than that, I don't think I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you know how to pronounce Worcestershire? (laughs) 
36%. Does anybody? 27%. I nail it every time. Mm, right. Me too. 19%. It's a stupid word. It is. 18%. Nope. And I don't even try. And then we responded to our own tweet <laughs> because we spelled it wrong. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> It's okay. It's hard to say. It's hard to spell. It's a hard word. The worst part is like... I'm with, it's a stupid word. (laughs) Yeah, me too. But the worst part is, is I like, I had it pulled up in front of me. (laughs) So you wouldn't spell it So that I wouldn't misspell it. And then I still did. (laughs) (laughs) It's a stupid word. Does Puxatani Phil or Pawtucky Phil, as Brandon calls him, know what he's talking about? 40% I want spring. Yes. 30% groundhogs don't talk. 20% say no, he's always wrong. And 10% yes, I trust him. Uh, groundhogs don't talk. He sees his shadow. <laughs> Whether or not his shadow comes out. Uh, groundhogs don't talk. <laughs> Duh. He doesn't say, hmm, I saw my shadow. If he did, though, he would definitely be like sophisticated. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, he wears like the little he wears black little like, top Abe hat. Lincoln hat. Oh, yeah, that's what it's called, the top hat. I call it an Abe Lincoln Yeah, that's okay. I got you. <laughs> but he would come out all sophisticated like, hmm, hmm. according to my calculations... I see my shadow. That means six more voluptuous weeks of winter. Yep. Is that how sophisticated people talk? Yeah. No, okay, good. (laughs) I hope may your weeks be voluptuous. (laughs) Are Jeff Bezos and Puxatani Phil in it together and conspiring against us? 56% the earth is flat. 22% OMG, yes, I knew it. And 22% just stop. You sound crazy. <laughs> yeah. That was in reference to uh we were we were talking about Puxatani Phil mm-hmm. and how we're mad about yeah. six more weeks. And then we went directly into like the CEO of Amazon stepping yep. down. And it's I don't all know conspiracy how we put, theory. Yeah, I don't know how we got there, but that's what happens with us. We conspiracy we just get theories. places and not sure how we got there. Okay. Should B Adams on the air buy his wife Caitlin Adams some big glasses, play with their hair and call her Sally? <laughs> 50%. She might like it. 30%. Yeah. If he wants punch 20%. No, do not do that. <laughs> By the way, I don't know how she answered that, but she did text us. She did say, I do need some new glasses. Yeah, she does. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to be creepy, but I don't know. I guess I don't have to try. Nope. I'm just a creep. So I creep. Yeah. Sorry. I'll stop. Like I said, you can do it towards your wife. It's fine. I could. If there were an apocalypse, and you had to survive by eating another human being, could you do it? Oh, no. 40%. I'd rather die. <laughs> 30%. I just puked a little bit. 20% already part of my diet. Oh, no. <laughs> that must be the crackheads. <laughs> the people who want to assassinate, assassinate yeah. me. <laughs> 10% if it meant surviving, yes. One thing we're learning from these polls is at least a small percentage of our listeners are complete psychopaths. Yes. They do crack. Welcome to the family. <laughs> they do crack. <laughs> They want to assassinate you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not enough dead people. Mm-hmm. And now they ha- eat humans as yep. part of their diet. Yep. <laughs> Sheriff, <laughs> get a rain on Johnson County here. <laughs> Is eating animal meat and human meat basically the same thing? <laughs> oh, yeah. I said that, didn't I? Yeah, 40% OMG, you know. <laughs> 30%, they're both pretty good. Yeah, well, yeah, well. <laughs> there's, there's our crackheads again. <laughs> 20% when you think about it, yeah. And it's 10, true. And 10%, I refuse to answer this. See? <laughs> See? So how many percent said when you think about it, yeah? Uh, 20%. So 20% of people agree with me. It, when you really think about animals, it. When you really think about it, yes. They're not that different when it no. comes to like their body parts. No.
and we eat the animals. Mm-hmm. Okay, we won't get on this again. <laughs> I was just saying, there's somebody out there that agrees with me. Yes, there's multiple people. When you think of Play-Doh, can you smell it? Mm. 89% yes. Yeah, you Absolutely. can. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, 11%, nope, which... Those people must not have... Those are crackheads again. <laughs> yeah, or either that or... I don't know. Maybe they have COVID. They can't smell. Oh, that's it. Interesting. They got COVID. Has your pee ever been green? Oh, gross. (laughs) 43% two way tie. What? Go see a doctor, bro. (laughs) And yeah, a few times. Oh, no. 14% say that's not normal. (laughs) Wait, that's not normal? uh, So they're basically lumped in (laughs) with the people that said. (laughs) So if you was to add those up, what is that? 57. So 57% of people, that's more than half. Either think that it's not normal to have green pea. I mean. Think that it's normal to yeah, have green pea. Yeah, think that it's normal to have green pea or, oh, goodness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you get more excited to watch the actual Super Bowl or the Super Bowl commercials? Two-way tie here, 33% each. It's a tie for me. The big game, of course. 22% say the commercials for show. And 12% couldn't care less for both. Mm. You got at least like one or the other. Right. Who doesn't like both? Scrooges? A bunch of Scrooges? <laughs> Must. It's the crackheads again. It is. The best part about the Super Bowl is 40% the game, 40% the food, 10% the commercials, 10% the halftime show. Mm. I feel that. Yeah, that's that's pretty. Say that one more time, that order. 40% the game, 40% the food, 10% the commercials, 10% the halftime show. So it was, it was a two-way tie between four things. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's pretty. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty accurate. I feel like the people who watched, who watch for the game also go for the food, and mm-hmm. the people who go for, to watch the commercials also go for the yeah. halftime show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like kind of that's pretty accurate. That is good job, listeners. <laughs> good job, crackheads. Who <laughs> <laughs> was the greatest Super Bowl halftime show of all time? Sixty-three percent Prince. Yes, I told you. Thirteen uh, percent Michael Jackson. Thirteen percent Janet's nip slip. <laughs> And 11% said other, but didn't tell us who Mm. again. Mm, I hate when people do that. I would imagine that some of those people would think Bruno Mars, uh, Timberlake had a good one. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of the, we're going to talk about this coming up here in just a bit. We're going to recap some of the, some of the halftime shows, but a lot of the best performances of all time were the older ones. Mm -hmm. Like a lot, a lot of them. If you look, if like, if you, Google it. There's numerous articles if you Google like best halftime performances of all time. Mm-hmm. And almost all of them, the top ones are like 90s, like yeah. in the 90s. Like oh, it's yeah. nothing recent. No, not at Michael all. Jackson's was pretty good though. Yeah. But I'm glad everybody agrees with me about Prince. <laughs> Who are you rooting for in the big game tonight? Except it's not tonight, it's happened already. Yeah, these were kind of, uh, these were like bonus ones that yeah, I posted on absolutely. Sunday. But I still am curious. Where our our mm-hmm. listeners stand. Mm-hmm. 70% said Chiefs. 30% said Bucks. Santa Dan said no Brady. <laughs> and our friend Ryan Blaker said 37, 34 Bucks. Uh, well, he was right on who won. Yeah. Wrong score. Nobody yeah. saw that coming, I don't think. Who do you think wins the game oh, yeah. tonight? Yeah, so I asked who they were rooting for, yeah. but then, because a lot of times... I'll root for somebody, but I don't think they have a chance yep, of winning. Yep. I'm 63%. So it falters a little bit here. 63% think the Chiefs will win and 37% thought the Bucks would win. Mm. That was still pretty close. Yeah. That's that pretty close. Uh, that's our polls, right? Yep. And then it. I noticed during the game, mm-hmm. you had posted something. You posted your own poll. Yes. At 
Hey Emily Ann, yep. go give her a follow. Mm-hmm. But you posted your own poll question. I'm curious what people said about that. Yes, uh, petition to have the Super Bowl on Saturdays from now on with a sleeping face and a yawn. Sixty <laughs> percent said please. Yeah, and then forty percent said Nah, man, tradition. Which I will say that at the very beginning it was like primarily Nah, man, tradition. So I was like, Oh, never. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah. Like, I was almost like, sorry, Twitter. Well, you know, <laughs> but I, then it was like, okay, thank you. Thanks I for- was 50 50. Like when I saw it, I was like, Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. And I had to think about it because my first reaction was, nah, man, it's tradition. Mm-hmm. Super Sunday, mm-hmm. Super Bowl Sunday. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, well, most people go to work Mondays. Mm-hmm. Then I started thinking about the older I get. Mm-hmm. The older you get, the earlier you go to bed. Uh, yeah, and the more sleep you need. And the more sleep you want. Uh, so I I did vote. And not only that, thinking about it from a business perspective, people are more apt to watch the entire thing because they don't have to get up and go to work in the morning. Yeah. Or they're more apt to go out and buy more beer or get that second drink at whatever bar they're going to when bars open back up. Like that kind of thing. Like if you move it to Saturday... Yeah, and then, more money will be made. Well, even if people argued like, well, so Sundays we got church. 90% of the time your church doesn't start as early as what work does. Exactly. So even if you wanted to go to church, on, exactly. you know, you still could. And you still also, get some sleep. Anymore, I don't think there's a church out there that just has Sunday service. And I'm there are some, so don't come at me, but <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Th- no, I I voted uh, I voted move it to Saturday yeah. on your poll, but I'm I, down for Saturday. But I had to think about it though. Yeah, we left early because Chris had to get up and go to work on See? Monday. See, but I'm I mean I'm the same way. Like the uh, the college championship, you know, I'm mm-hmm. a Bama fan. Mm-hmm. They play in the championship a lot because mm-hmm. they're good. <laughs> they're the best. Humble brag. Yeah, humble brag. <laughs> but the college football championships are always on a Monday night. Mm-hmm. A Monday night. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, why? It's like, if you move one. Why? Like, when we were doing the morning show, like, I legit contemplated, like, do I take a day off you the did. day after the national championship? You did. Because it's not going to get over till 12 o'clock, one o'clock, you know, not 1 o'clock, but it's over at midnight, and then by mm-hmm. the time you, like, wind down and... Mm-hmm. Try Especially to get to bed if it's a close and, game. Yeah. Anything like that. And you I, get extra riled up. And I think I always did, I think, you know, make it into work the next day, but I was tired. Yeah. It's like, but I, I would always contemplate. And I used to, I think I even like brought it up to you. Like, should I take that day off? Cause yeah. I know I'm going to stay up and watch the whole game. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you on that. That is the polls. They are officially closed until next week. Again, give us a like or a follow, I guess on Twitter. Yeah. Brandon Emily Pod. I want to shout out Jonathan. I never know how to say his last name. It's I'm gonna ask you how you would pronounce how you would pronounce it. L A N H A M. Lanham. Lanham. Is that mm-hmm. what we're going with? Yeah. My man Jonathan Lanham. He works over at the uh, Bojacks mm. bar here in Franklin, downtown Franklin. He proposed to his girlfriend a while back, and I had him like on the. I had him come in on the show. That's and, right. I remember that. So uh, he 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 followed us. So I want to oh, give thanks. him a shout out. So we appreciate you, bro. Be like John, everybody. Go give us follow, Brandon Emily Pod. No one knows what it's like to be the bad man, to be the sad man behind. And no one knows what it's like to be here.
episode 13 with Brandon and Emily, the podcast, uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. As promised, uh, we're going to recap not only the game, but commercials and the halftime performance and all that stuff. But you and I, if you listen to episode 12, we, we made our predictions, mm-hmm. who we thought we would win, mm-hmm. what we thought the score would be, mm-hmm. and we were both wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I called a close game, but you were wrong on that too. I was way wrong on yeah. that one. And then, uh, yeah, it's we both picked the Chiefs. I, I think you you had thirty something to thirty something, but you thought that the Chiefs would only win by two. Mm-hmm. I picked the Chiefs, and I don't remember what my score total was, but I said like thirty eight to something. Yeah. Spoiler alert: <laughs> the Chiefs did not win the Super Bowl. Tom Brady got his seventh ring. The Bucks beat the Chiefs, of course, 31 to 9 was the final score. We were way off. Uh, if you followed along, as promised, we did do our predictions with Paisley and your cats. Mm-hmm. And of course, your video was much better than mine because that's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Recap what your cats picked. Um, Yoda and Ray teamed up together and voted for the Bucks, and my boy Finn and I. We're team cheats. So two out of three of your cats picked it correctly. Yes. Now, when I did it for Paisley, she picked both. <laughs> but I said I said Chiefs because that's what she picked up first. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you combine your three cats, Paisley, mm-hmm. me and you, mm-hmm. we were... Two for the Bucks and four for the Chiefs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So our predictions were not very good. No, we were... Good thing we didn't bet on this game. Oh, yeah. That would have been... <laughs> that would have been uh, a bad. So we were definitely off. And we both admitted that yeah. we, we don't really no. bet when it comes to That's sports. This prime example. <laughs> yeah, well, like, the thing is, like... Like, I know sports, but my biggest problem is... One of the main reasons I, I don't bet on sports is... I would go with my heart instead of my head most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Because if you place a bet on somebody, you're going to root for for that because mm-hmm. you want to win money. Mm-hmm. And I can't bring myself to root against somebody that I don't want to win. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the main reasons I stopped playing fantasy football because mm-hmm. you would have somebody on your team that you like you needed points from them. Mm-hmm. But in real life, you wanted that, them to lose. Mm. So you were always like, that's one of the main reasons I stopped playing fantasy football. Yeah. Now, you're not a big sports person. What did you think of the game itself? Did you guys, did you even pay attention? I did. I watched. Um, it was a football game. <laughs> You started that out so strong, like you were about to wow me yeah. with like stats. <laughs> I really, and... I really tried. Um, <laughs> I like, I don't know. It was like, it was a boring game. Yeah, I, I feel bad for people like you who might not be that into football, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "This is what everybody gets so excited <laughs> about." Like this it is was, it. It was a pretty boring game. It was. I think the Chiefs were missing uh, a couple of their starting offensive line. Patrick Mahomes ran for his life the entire time. Mm-hmm. They're normally that was not the same Chiefs team that would normally be on the field. They were missing some key players, and I know that shouldn't be an excuse, but it play it plays a part. It does play a part. If you've ever played on any sports team ever, yeah, you're missing. Just one person, and then it I, plays a part. It I, makes it's an impact. Yeah, and then I pointed this out too during the game. Andy Reid, the the coach of the Chiefs, mm-hmm. Thursday, the Thursday before the Super Bowl, his son is line as a linebackers coach for the team. Mm-hmm. He was out, had a few drinks, and crashed into two cars that were parked on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. There was two kids in the car, severely hurt. 
Yeah. Obviously, the son didn't make it to the Super Bowl. He wasn't coaching in the game. He's yeah. probably facing charges. Mm-hmm. But I made the comment that it seemed like Andy Reid's head wasn't even in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard enough if you lose a coach, just any old coach. Mm-hmm. But it was his son. Yeah. Like, you, you, you know that his head, like, as much as you try to to stay in the game. Mm-hmm. To me, I, like the whole time I was just telling Josh, I was like, I just feel like Andy Reid's just not, not all that, like he's not himself. He's yeah. hate to hear about something mm-hmm. like that. But I do think that that, that played a part too. Mm-hmm. And then in his post game press conference, like the first thing he said was, let me start out by saying my thoughts and prayers to all those involved in that yeah. accident. And that told me like it really, he was thinking about that yeah. during the game and sad all the way around. You feel for Andy Reed. He had already lost one son to an overdose mm-hmm. years ago. So wow. yeah. And Andy Reed seems like a really good dude. Everybody always talks so highly of him, his mm-hmm. players, other people around the league. So I hate that for him, but mm-hmm. I do think that played a part. Sure. The, the best part about the Super Bowl to me was, since the game sucked, was the streaker. <laughs> yes. We're good streaking! Yes! So we missed this. We left right before it oh, happened. So no. we get home, flick on our phones to see, or Chris, like we get into bed, Chris flicks on his phone and sees like the game's over and he's like, there was a streaker. Yeah. We missed the streaker. And it was like, I'm sorry. What sucks though is, and I said this as it was happening, anytime there's like a fight on the field mm-hmm. or a streaker or anything, the cameras automatically go away from that. Yeah. Everybody wants to see that. Yeah. So like you only saw like during the actual game, you only saw like a very short clip of somebody running on the field and then mm-hmm. they cut away. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, there's been plenty of videos posted. Oh, yeah. Thank you, social then. media. Yeah. I instantly got on social media. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll find it. It'll be on Twitter. <laughs> and, you know, Katie sent me a, a pretty clear video. And then there was like pictures that went viral. There yeah. was a photographer that had all these pictures. <laughs> But uh, that to me was, aside from the commercials and everything else, that to me was the the best part of mm-hmm. the actual game. Yeah, was the streaker, and I don't. I'm sure most of you has have seen this by now, and I don't know if there's any truth to this. But you know, for if you do bet on games, there's a lot of like prop bets, like side bets. Mm-hmm. For instance, you can bet on the coin flip. Mm-hmm. If you think it's going to be heads or tails, you can bet on that. Yeah. Apparently, did you see the story about the streaker and the bet he made? Did I you... did, but I want tell me again because so, it's a, it's wild. So somebody posted a picture and said met the Super Bowl streaker at Jay Alexander's restaurant while having lunch before leaving Tampa. This guy claims that the streaker bet fifty thousand on a prop bet at plus seven fifty. That there would be a streaker at the Super Bowl. He had his buddy go out first as a diversion so he didn't get caught as quickly as his friend. Cost him 1000 to get out of jail. So he cleared $374,000 on the bet. <laughs> That's nuts. Genius. That's so smart. That is genius If it's to me. true. It, yeah, if it's true. I have a feeling it, it might not necessarily be true. And if it's true, who knows if that's actually going to last yeah because i feel like that's playing the system and the thing is like even if it's not true Mm -hmm. i feel like people won't be able to do that now because you don't think that there is some there is some fine print uh exclusions 
Whether that's true <laughs> or not, I guarantee you Vegas has taken notes because they're like, somebody mm-hmm. could do that. Mm-hmm. Part of me hopes it is true because if it is, props to this guy. Yeah, like, he found a loophole. I'll be a, <laughs> I was going to say something there, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Found a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Found a loophole with his butthole. No, I think it's genius. I, I'll i be honest. I've always kind of wanted to be a streaker at a game. <laughs> it's true. Hey. Me and my buddies used to go streaking all the time, like in the neighborhood. Like, oh, you know, God. as preteens or yeah. whatever, early, early teenage years. You know, just playing... Mm-hmm. Truth or dare or something. Mm-hmm. Just go streaking around the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. But, like, you know, I've been on the sidelines for a lot of games, working for NBC or ABC or whatever, helping mm-hmm. with the cameras. And it's crossed my mind before. Like, I could run out on this field right now. <laughs> I don't uh, know. I don't know what about it that makes it tempting, but there's just something about it. <laughs> what was the color of the Gatorade? I don't know. That's probably a big prop bet too, isn't it? It was because we were talking about it before the game, and I said it was. Either, I said it was going to be orange, and then I changed my oh, changed my bet to red. My quote unquote bet. I changed my guess to red, and then I was like, "But if it's orange, I said orange first, so I'm still right." <laughs> I, uh, I I I feel like it was blue. Oh man! Oh, we got a computer here. Let's look it up. Oh, that's smart. We both have computers sitting in front of us. Uh, looks like it was blue. No. Yep. Looks like it was blue. Yet again, another reason why I don't bet because (laughs) I'm just always wrong. Uh, I didn't even realize that that was, that was a bet, but Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many prop bets when Mm -hmm. it comes to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Getting back to the streaker though, I found this article that I'm going to share really quick. Okay. And I think it, I think this article almost negates the whole betting Mm. thing, but the fan who ran on the field during the Super Bowl has been linked to a famous YouTube star with a history of similar stunts. So the ordeal appears to have been part of a prank for a website associated with Vitaly. I don't know how to say his last name. You want me to try it? Yeah. (laughs) It's like Russian or something. Mm. Zidorovetsky. Zidov. Yeah. <laughs> Z-D-O-R-O-V-E-T-S-K-I-Y. Okay. I can't say it because I didn't draw it out in my head. <laughs> I was trying, but I can't. But apparently that guy's a famous YouTuber who has done stunts like this in in the past. He's been known for interrupting professional sporting events. The guy that did the streaking, his name's Yuri. I can't pronounce either one of these names. Yuri Andrade. <laughs> Probably way off. <laughs> Uh, but he was arrested after rushing the field at Raymond James Stadium and delaying uh, the Bucks win over the Chiefs. This uh, dude has 10 million subscribers on YouTube. The Which one? The, the guy Vit- that... Vitali. Yeah, I believe it. He got even more after the streaking, after the story came out. His girlfriend streak, streaked at the Champions League final. And, okay, so did you notice when he was streaking, he was wearing a pink women's bathing suit or yeah. leotard? And on it, it said Vitaly Uncensored written on mm-hmm. the front. And that's how people kind of put two and two together. This famous YouTuber basically got yeah. advertising out of this. But I mean, I'm so sick of YouTubers. <laughs> I really am. People do so that many stupid things. That makes me mad. Yeah. Like it, that, that, that makes me mad that it wasn't just some silly fan. It was some famous YouTuber doing it for his channel yeah well that makes me mad (laughs) well the famous youtuber got this guy to do it yeah but he tweeted i guess right afterwards we effing did it 
So on Twitter, he's got he had six hundred twenty thousand followers. He probably has a lot more than that now. How many did you say he had on YouTube? Like ten million. Yeah, that's insane. But as you mentioned, his girlfriend and some other people have done this before. He himself ran onto the field in Game Five of the two thousand seventeen World Series in Houston, Texas. I'm over this guy. I remember that one because he was dressed like he was decked out like in red, white, and blue, like, you know, like doing it for America. Uh, He was wearing like patriotic boxers and socks and like Mm -hmm. slid into one of the bases. And as you mentioned, his girlfriend did something at some point. He had his mom try to run out on a field during a soccer match and she didn't make it. She got caught before she got to the field. I want my mom to do that. All right. Mom. (laughs) Mom. Cubs game. Uh, This guy has also been uh, arrested for criminal trespassing and resisting arrest after he ran onto the court during game four of the NBA finals in 2016 in Cleveland. At that time, he had an anti-Donald Trump message painted across his chest. So this famous YouTuber, I say famous in air quotes, I've never heard of him. No, me either. But I mean, 10 million followers. Apparently, he has a history of this. Either he does it himself or he gets people close to him to do it. Hmm. There's a lot to that story, but anyway, show us the streakers next time, people. Yeah. We want to see that. <laughs> or do we? I don't... Do we? <laughs> Some of the pictures I was talking about earlier, you can see his butt cheeks. He, like, lifted up his shirt and everything. Yeah, he was wearing, like, a bikini thong. <laughs> uh, for the Super Bowl incident, by the way, this YouTuber's friend, Yuri, uh, was released from jail by Monday morning, and his bond was only $500. Mm. So if he did get paid by either the YouTube guy or if he made the bets, he made out pretty good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Made out pretty good. Interesting. Uh, We'll be right back in just a second to talk our favorite Super Bowl commercials. We can make a comeback if you come back. We were on top of the world. People wanted what we had. BrandonandEmilyPodcast.com. And we already kind of recapped the Super Bowl game itself. We mm-hmm. talked about the streaker, but now it's time to talk about the commercials. Oh, yeah. The commercial. Super Bowl commercials are a big thing. Mm-hmm. It's like five, what'd you say, $5 million for a 30 second spot? Yes, it is. Insane. Uh, I was over at Josh and Ashley's, as I mentioned, watching the game, and Josh would like mute the when it went to commercials. Mm-hmm. He would like hit mute because people were talking, and I was like, "Dude, it's the Super Bowl! <laughs> like you can do that any other game, but not the Super Bowl. Yeah. We got to see the commercials." Yeah. You're like, "Hey, I have a podcast. I need to talk about this." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, literally, like making notes too, like on my phone, because like you're smart, you can just remember. I can't do that. Yeah, it depends so- <laughs> on the day. Uh, but with that being said, uh, you know, it was different this year without the Budweiser, Pepsi, I Coke. Know, I know. But did you have a, a favorite commercial or did you have a, a couple that really stood out to you? Um, I really enjoyed the Paramount Plus commercials. Was that when they were advertising movies? Yeah. Is that with like all the different actors? Mm-hmm. They were like, like one of them, they were like on the mountain or mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I really enjoyed those. Um, but I think my favorite one was when Adam Levine was setting up Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. Yeah, on a date. that was a good one. <laughs> that one was really clever. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, it was for T-Mobile, I think. I don't think, I don't think that I would say that one was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Because I like like Super Bowl commercials that make me like laugh. Yeah, I did like that one. Yeah, but it, I didn't like laugh at it. I just thought, oh, that's a good commercial. Yeah, like I thought it was well produced and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Those are the two that stuck out to you, huh? Mm-hmm. I had several. My favorite by far was the Cheetos commercial with Shaggy, oh, yeah. Ashton Kutcher, and Mila Kunis. Yeah, so we saw a couple of those on like 
Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. So we've been watching Kitchen Nightmares on Amazon Prime, and they've come up a couple times. So we had seen those before the Super Bowl. Uh, so it wasn't brand new. But if it uh, was brand new, that would have been I up had, there. I hadn't seen it yet. Somebody commented, I think it might have been on Twitter, but somebody commented of like, Shaggy's going to get a big bag after yeah. that because everybody's got that song stuck in their yes, head now. <laughs> I, my, but I don't know if you follow Shy or not, but he posted about that. Yeah. And he was just saying like, so many people are going to be, because yeah. that song is so catchy. Shy yep. was saying like, it gets in your head. Mm-hmm. So, so many people are going to go listen to that or mm-hmm. download it or whatever. But yeah, seeing Shaggy, like I just didn't see that coming. No. You know, because the beginning of the commercial was just kind of Ashton Kutcher singing to Mila in different mm-hmm. situations. And I, I already thought it was funny. And then, like, right. towards the end, you see Shaggy himself. I'm like, they got Shaggy in the commercial. <laughs> yeah, it was a good one. So that was I, a good one. I thought that one was was funny. Yeah, that one I think was my absolute favorite. Another one I really liked was the, the Jason Alexander one. George Costanza oh, yeah. from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. That one, to me, was just funny. Mm-hmm. All the different facial expressions. The guy wearing the hoodie. But I noticed, and I saw some people point this out on Twitter, too. It was kind of nostalgic this year. Yes. Because as you mentioned with the parents. Paramount. There was like Beavis and Butthead and mm-hmm. Star Trek, yeah. I think, Star Trek guy. Star and Trek and Super Bowl SpongeBob. Yeah, there was just a lot of uh, older stuff. But I thought the, because uh, the, there, there were several of the Paramount ones. Mm-hmm. I liked the one when Beavis and Butthead uh, was like, <laughs> she said crack. Yep. <laughs> that one was funny to Typical me. Typical Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> you know what? We need to pull that and use it since we seem yeah. to talk about crack so much. Ah. <sighs> She said crack. (laughs) Crack. (laughs) Giant crack. (laughs) Just a big giant crack. We are Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) Uh, Of course, there was one for Indeed about finding a job. That one to me wasn't funny, but I thought, I can't even watch the Super Bowl without somebody talking about (laughs) rubbing it in about having jobs. The Post Malone one, Saving the Bud Light. Yeah. That one, a lot of people How about liked. them killing off the Bud Light night? I know. Like, what was that? What was that Can about? Can we talk about that Bud Light? Yeah. What the heck? Another one, if you are if you know anything about me, you know that I like awkwardness and I love, like, randomness. Mm-hmm. So I really liked the commercial of the guy singing and playing the piano in the field. I think it was a milk commercial. Like, they were advertising, like, healthy milk or goat milk. or I think so. But the guy was just, like, in the middle of a field playing a... <laughs> piano just singing the dumbest song ever and to me i was just like like what like why like what in the world serenading his healthy cows yeah so i like i liked that one i think just because because it was weird it was super random yeah (laughs) but those were definitely some of my favorites and i found a a list here According to Google, the five most searched Super Bowl 55 ads. All right. I want. I have one more that I want to talk about. Okay. But I wonder if it's on this list. So you want me to give go me first? the list first. All right. Yeah. Number five, it was a, a Budweiser commercial. Okay. One of the most searched commercials this year doesn't even exist. <gasps> we were talking about how Budweiser isn't involved in the commercials this year. So they they were putting people their money. were searching. People were wondering 
where was the Budweiser ad? Uh-huh. So people were searching mm-hmm. Budweiser. Super. They obviously didn't listen to us. No. If people see the whole world needs to listen to us and they would have mm-hmm. known, mm-hmm. we could have saved them a Google search. Exactly. That to me, that's just funny. That I mean, mm-hmm. 37 years. You said it had been 37 years yeah. uh, since they haven't done a Super Bowl commercial, which is insane. Yeah. Number four was a Brady Gronk commercial, which okay. I, I hate to admit this because I don't like either one of them. It was a. It was a pretty good commercial. <laughs> it was the one with the spotty cell service. Mm-hmm. And Brady can only hear so many things because the phone kept breaking up. Mm-hmm. And then Gronk, of course, ended up, he ended up going down to Tampa and then Gronk joined him. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. Even though I can't stand either one of them, that commercial was funny. T-Mobile had quite a few good commercials over the over Super Bowl. Yeah, they did. They did. That The Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani one was a team. T-Mobile. Yeah, yeah. T-Mobile stepped up they this did year. Because we job. were wondering, without Budweiser, without Coke, yeah, who without was, Pepsi. who was going to do it? And I feel like T-Mobile was T-Mobile, one of them. Yeah, T-Mobile definitely stood out. Number three, the Jeep Super Bowl commercial. I don't remember. A lot of people talked about this one. This was kind of towards the end. You guys might have been driving. Yeah, we might not have seen it. They enlisted the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Oh. And this caused a lot of controversy because... It was definitely, it was supposed to be like an inspirational message. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of people took it as a political type thing. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of people, so a lot of people were upset saying, well, Bruce Springsteen, and it was about the Midwest. And everybody's like, Bruce Springsteen knows nothing about the Midwest. Mm -hmm. But anyway, the Jeep Super Bowl commercial, uh, Jeep enlisted the boss, Bruce Springsteen, to share a special inspirational message for their Super Bowl ad. It was nearly two minutes long. So do the math. (gasps) Oh. That's one. Twenty million dollars. Twenty. Twenty. I was getting ready to say twenty million dollars. Thank you. I was getting there. You're just faster than me. <laughs> Had to use my fingers I and toes. Say, I didn't have to whip my fingers out. Um, but it was a two minute ad uh, called "The Middle." It featured him driving a Jeep CJ5 on a journey to the U.S. Center Chapel in Kansas, mm. which reportedly sits in the geographical center of the United States. And it was a. It was kind of a commercial about unity. Uh-huh. How the country needs to come together again. And he went right to the center of the U.S. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a, I thought it was, I mean, it was a long commercial. I yeah. didn't, I don't know why people got so upset about it. I want to know what the watch rate on that commercial is. How many people tuned out? Because uh, two minutes is a long time. That is a long, but I kept watching. Here's the thing. Like the people I was with, we were all watching. And like you said, two minutes. The only reason we kept watching is because we were trying to figure out what it was a commercial for. Mm. It took till the very end before it came across and was like Jeep. Gotcha. Blah, blah, blah. Now, one of the guys that was watching with us, Terry, he mentioned, he said, it's got to be a Jeep commercial just because the guy was driving a Jeep. Yeah. But until the very end, you know, it wasn't actually, it wasn't actually like officially a Jeep. Commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I'll have to watch it. Jeep says the ad was meant to remind everyone that we are stronger than the obstacles in our way. Most ads are revealed ahead of time to capture pregame buzz. Jeep mm-hmm. was one of the companies that decided to truly debut the ad on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. So you would not have seen that one beforehand. Mm-hmm. I like the message behind it. Yeah, I mean, I did too. Um, I think people were reaching a little bit. People yeah. were, people that were getting upset, I feel like they were just looking there's, for something. <laughs> there's been a lot of reaching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just feel like people were reaching a little bit. I liked the message. They, I think people were just upset. That they had Bruce Springsteen do it mm-hmm. because I guess he's been, I don't know anything about him, but apparently mm-hmm. he's been on one side or the other politically. Gotcha. And because it was in the Midwest and apparently he knows, people say he knows nothing about the Midwest. I don't know. Again, huh. I think it was a reach. Yeah. But I thought the message in it was was pretty good. Uh, number two, the Reddit Super Bowl commercial. Mm-hmm. Now this one I was a fan of. 
And here's why mm-hmm. you probably missed it. Mm-hmm. I've seen, I've, I have seen it though. Cause it popped up on Twitter. Okay. So you might've missed this one. If you happen to look away from the TV for just a second, because the Reddit commercial aired a very short Super Bowl ad. It was so quick and unexpected that the only way you could have managed to read it would have been from screenshots or pausing your TV. Mm-hmm. The commercial itself was just five seconds long. Uh-huh. Uh, all the company could afford was five seconds of commercial <laughs> airtime. So they spent the entire marketing budget on five seconds of a commercial. Oh, my gosh. And it said, if you're reading this, it means our bet paid off. Text shown on the screen during the commercial. That's what it said. If you're reading this, our bet paid off. One thing they learned from uh, their communities is that underdogs can accomplish just about anything when they come together with a common idea, referencing how a community mm-hmm. community of uh, investors on the Reddit forum wound up sparking a huge rally with the GameStop. Mm-hmm. They were involved with all the GameStop stuff. I'm sure you've seen that. Yeah. But yeah, five seconds is <sighs> all the ad was. They literally put all their money together. And but guess what? People were Googling. Like, yeah. what, what was that? It's all what over. What was that? It's kind of like there's been a lot of talk about have you been dr- driving around the Indy area at all and seen the signs that say Kokomo High School 1961 State yes. Basketball Champs? Do you mm-hmm. know what that's about? No, no idea. So apparently an ad company like put those up mm-hmm. because they wanted to see if billboards worked. Mm. So people were so Googling. They're, so they're tracking the Yeah. So the all these people all these people were going and to search and find out what that billboard was about. And it was literally, that's what they wanted people to do. That's incredible. Yeah. So that's what that reminded me of. And then the number one most searched Super Bowl commercial. You ready? Yeah. My favorite one. It was the Cheetos commercial. (laughs) It wasn't me. That's the alibi for uh, Mila. I I say Mila. Is it Mila? Mila. I've said it right the whole time. Yeah. I still always want to say Mila. (laughs) That's the alibi for Mila Kunis to husband Ashton Kutcher uh, when he accuses her of taking his Cheetos. I'm not Mm -hmm. surprised that that's the most searched one. It probably had the three biggest names together. Yep. And well, I don't know. The Paramount ones had a lot of people, but I mean, Ashton Kutcher, that's a power couple. Absolutely. What was the one you were going to mention? Matthew McConaughey's Doritos commercial. Uh, I'm over it already seen it it's been popping up yes. everywhere i'm so over it see i i, I didn't and it really was so predictable yeah i didn't really yeah it was i didn't really care for it that no. much i didn't think it was that funny and like you said everybody knew he was gonna yeah he was gonna like even before he even before you realized it was a doritos commercial he's flat like we've seen the flat all of the medication commercials that they use that as like it's the depression medication commercials like feel like yourself again yeah and they pop up after they start taking these medications after you eat doritos 3d you're gonna feel like yourself again yeah like it was like it was so predictable it was it was it was predictable a lot of people liked it though no a lot of people liked it it. It, katie when i came home or it might have been the next day because she was probably sleeping but (laughs) She asked about it because she didn't, I think she missed that one, but some mm-hmm. of her coworkers were talking about it. So she looked it up and watched it. Yeah. I think she kind of liked it a little bit. Like the first time, the first time it was like, uh, especially like when he gets 3d in the vending machine, it yeah. was like, okay, that was a good, like they did good on that part. But like, like seeing it again, it was like, okay, 
I get it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like right. it was like a one time only thing. Overall, but, though, I, I'm not I'm not sure how I feel about about the commercials. This I felt like there was some good ones. There was some good ones, but, but we did miss the ones that weren't in it. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. Um, I did like, and I don't know if they played this. They could have played it after we left, but did they play a Planters like the Peanuts commercial? Mm, I don't at all during well I saw one I was watching tv yesterday and I saw a commercial come up and it was it was basically kind of the same concept of like what coke and um Budweiser were doing of not they didn't pay any advertising during the oh no they you wouldn't have seen one because the whole concept (laughs) of this commercial was that they didn't pay any advertising for the Super Bowl um but it was kind of funny because you know how um Mr. Peanut died yeah and like the whole world erupted and then he was born again as a little baby peanut and then now he's grown up well it was the it, you'll have to google it to get the like full i'm telling i'm doing a terrible job at retelling the commercial <laughs> <laughs> but it was like it was it was basically a motivational thing of like they're donating the funds that they would have used in advertising during the Super Bowl to people who are helping the communities and like yeah. all that kind of stuff. And it was basically like saying you can be a nut above and like doing great and all that stuff. And either they planned that death very strategically, knowing what was going to yeah. happen. Yeah, that seems like it's a <laughs> or <laughs> like just the commercial. Like you have to go watch it because uh, we'll share it on our social media too. But it was like very well thought out, and I was like, okay, they yeah. planned that death out. Yeah, you'll have to post that one because I, I want to see it. <laughs> now planned, everybody else probably wants yeah, to see it. Yeah, they planned that death out very strategically. How convenient! How yeah. convenient. Uh, well, that's kind of our take on the Super Bowl commercials. If you had a favorite, uh, maybe that we didn't mention or hey, maybe you have a Super Bowl idea, something that might be funny. Oh yeah. That'd be fun too. But you can always interact with us, Brandon and Emily Podcast.com. There's a contact us tab. You can give us ideas, things like that. That's just seems like a good time to remind you of it. So yeah. Segment ideas, anything, you can always let us know. Uh, we'll be right back in just a second to talk what I think was a terrible halftime <gasps> show. I think it's time to come together you and I can make Episode 13 with Brandon and Emily, the podcast, a very Super Bowl heavy episode, mm-hmm. kind of recapping all the fun, all the happenings from Super Bowl uh, Sunday, already talked about the game itself, the streaker, the commercials. Now it's time to talk about the halftime show. Mm-hmm. I'm curious before we get into this at all, I don't want to sway you one way or the other. What was your thoughts? Overall, I liked it. I liked that there wasn't a whole bunch of pomp and circumstance and there wasn't a whole bunch of show and like distraction and stuff. And it was just like simple. It was pretty simple. It wasn't the best one by any means. By all means, by any means. Yeah, we get you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like I, I did enjoy it. So I did not enjoy it. I'm just I'm just gonna. Before you can. Are you the weekend fan? I wouldn't say I'm a fan. I don't dislike his music, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say I'm a fan. He's okay. got some songs that I that I really enjoy. I just didn't think it was a good performance. Mm-hmm. But before I, I'm going to get on a roll here, kind of making fun of him a little bit and and dissecting his performance. We're going to read some of our a couple, a few of our favorite tweets about the performance as well. But before we get into that, I do want to give him some props. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know this, but the weekend actually spent seven million. Of his own money 
on that halftime performance. Yes. And wasn't paid by the NFL for his halftime show at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Not too many people would put that much money into their performance for a, a halftime show. Mm-hmm. So I do think that that is really, really cool of him to do. Yeah. So I want to get that out there before yeah. I start knocking it. <laughs> uh, you already knew that, I'm guessing, the way you're responding. I did. I did. I didn't read too much into it, so I don't know, like, details or why he did it. But I just, what was up with the people with the underwear on their heads? I know that he's been known for doing that before. I know it wasn't really underwear, but that's what it looked like right. to me. Like, they were all the wearing bandages. a bunch of tidy whities Um, I know that he, it was a... <sighs> I don't know the full story behind it, but it was kind of like a publicity stunt, I think, for his new album or a new single that just came out or something like that. Because yeah, I know he's done it before. Kind of freaked out the whole world that he got like the all of this plastic surgery um, when he has a nice looking face already. <laughs> so I think that's what part of it was. To be honest, I didn't I don't know the whole the whole story behind it, but I do know that I think, I think it's promotion for maybe a new album coming up. I figured it had something to do with that because a lot of these artists aren't, aren't dumb when it comes to promoting. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of them like to, to do things like that because a lot of people were talking about it. Another part I didn't like is when he was in like the mirror thing, like when he was walking through the mirrors. Yeah. Like the mirror maze felt like I was going to get sick. Yeah. That was a little much. A lot of people were tweeting about that, too. Some of my my uh, favorite ones, Pat McAfee, former Colts punter, mm-hmm. Pat McAfee show. He said, I got car sick in there with the weekend. <laughs> uh, a lot of people tweeting about that. Another one I found very funny was, uh, you know, there's like a gif of him when he was walking through there with all the mirrors mm-hmm. and he looks lost. Mm-hmm. But there's a gif of him and it says me as a kid when I lose my mom in the grocery store. Yes. <laughs> that one to me was really funny. Um, I'm a big fan of the tweet that said uh, me running to the microwave to check my pizza rolls. (laughs) And there's also a good one of me running to the bathroom after trusting a fart. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. There's definitely some good uh, gifts and memes that came out of the mirror. The mirror one. Yeah, there were so many. Um, Another one is pictures of him in the mirror maze. And it says my camera roll after a night out (laughs) or my phone going through my pictures on my phone after my toddler has it. Yes. Um, That's especially accurate. I don't have a toddler, but I know that me going through my phone after Christopher has it for 30 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) Christopher's grown up toddler. Yeah. He's your toddler. (laughs) Um, Some other tweets that I found funny and I got, I got to shout out my man, uh, Mr. Marcus. He's a former radio guy here around Indianapolis was on 93, nine, the beat for a while. 96, three. Okay. Good dude. But he was on a roll with his tweets and mm-hmm. one of his, he said the weekend is just a boring performer, shocking fake plastic surgery and random Michael Jackson moves. Can't save it. It is what it is. There was a part where you could tell he was trying to mimic Michael Jackson. Yeah. A lot of people saying that Bruno Mars is better than the weekend. I don't know why they were comparing them, but they were. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Juan Hustle, another former radio guy, he was mm-hmm. he was around Indy for a while, was down in Louisville for a while. He said, uh, "The weekend makes music for high end substance abusers." <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh wow! I felt like there was more negative than positive when I, at least on my feeds on my social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, now there was some people that I saw that really enjoyed it. 
my favorite one. This was my favorite tweet I saw. I, I can't. I wish I could remember who tweeted it. Mm-hmm. But you know, the weekend, the performer, he doesn't have an e at the end. Yes, the weekend. Yeah, it's just W E E K N D N D. And somebody said the missing e must be the entertainment. Oh, <laughs> that was my favorite tweet of the Shoot. night. So you liked it, though. Here's a good one. If I could give the weekend an award for his performance at the Super Bowl, I think it'd be for participation. Oh, participation trophy. <laughs> Oof. I liked it from a from a talent perspective. Uh-huh. He's Lord, who knows? But like he sounded like himself. Like to me, you strip away all the the lights and the mm-hmm. fireworks and the background dancers Ooh. and all of that kind of stuff. He sounded like himself. Yeah. And the music was consistent. The the vocals were consistent, that kind of stuff. But you're right. From an entertainment level, it was kind of meh. Yeah. The I, dancers all over the field, that was pretty cool. But overall, it was just kind of meh. You can definitely tell, which I guess maybe that's what $7 million buys you, which... You would think that it would buy you a little bit more than me. But. I, I do like that he spent his own money. Yes. I think that that's really I cool. liked I liked it from the like I like the weekend. I enjoy listening to his music. I I'm more than a fan more of a fan than you are. So from that perspective I, I did enjoy it. But like I said at the beginning, it wasn't my favorite. Yeah. I uh, I'll read one more uh and this is I think it's kind of a because I was dogging him for a while. I think this one's <laughs> kind of a good one. But my friend Morgan Mead, she she posted and said the same people complaining about how inappropriate last year's halftime show was are now complaining about a clean halftime show that was boring and had jockstrap lookalikes. <laughs> but she has a point. She does yeah. have a point. A lot yeah. of people, there were so many people complaining that last year's was vulgar and then they complained about mm-hmm. this year being too boring. Mm-hmm. At least it was clean. We'll say that. Exactly. At least it was clean. Uh, Prince is still the greatest of all time. <laughs> of all time. I don't care what anybody says. Well, and our polls agreed with me. Your poll, Our polls did agree with you. You're right. We'll be back to uh, wrap things up. Uh, we're going to end things talking uh, a, a celebrity engagement that yeah. nobody saw coming. We're going to talk about that next. We've been on the struggle bus since it picked us up. About to see how this goes down. Baby, let's ride it out. Know if we go south, we could end up having some fun. So Back for our final segment of episode 13 with Brandon and Emily. Talked very heavy about Super Bowl, and we're, we're going away from that kind of because it does involve a football player. Mm-hmm. Our final segment, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Aaron Rodgers, of course, he just won the NFL MVP award, most mm-hmm. valuable player. Congrats to him, Yeah. by the way. But during his acceptance speech, he caught the world by storm. Yeah. Because he just casually, very nonchalantly, just dropped a bomb in the middle of his speech. <laughs> if you didn't, if you didn't catch it, he just randomly brought up the fact that he's engaged mm-hmm. to a famous actress. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's now I could be saying this wrong, so you'll have to correct me. Is it Shailene? Mm-hmm. Shailene Woodley. Yeah, I don't know who she is. Who is she, Emily? Um, have you seen The Fault in Our Stars? Yeah, she's the actress in The Fault in Our Stars. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, she is, isn't she? Um, Yep, she was also on the TV show The Secret Life of the American Teenager. I lied, by the way. I don't think I have seen that movie, but But I've seen enough previews and things like that that 
She's also one of the main characters in the Divergent series, um, and she's on Big Little Lies, which is a popular TV show as well. Okay, that's probably why I didn't really recognize her. I don't think I'm familiar with any of those, but yeah. a lot of people are, and most people didn't even know he was dating somebody. I didn't know that he was broken up from Danica Patrick. Hey girl, where you been? Uh, apparently up Danica's Patrick, <laughs> Danica Patrick's ass, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then a hole. They... <laughs> They broke up uh, a while ago because I remember Commissioner Baird, he, he couldn't stand it when they were together because he blamed Danica when Aaron was having a rough season. He thought oh, it was Danica's yeah. fault. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, they split up. I actually read something earlier in the week that Danica could possibly be responsible for them meeting or something. Mm. Uh, I don't know the juicy details of that, but yeah, Aaron Rodgers just drops a bomb in the middle of a speech and he said it as if everybody already yeah. knew. It was just so just nonchalant. Casual. Like, I'm just going to set this there. Just going to put this out there for the universe. And Twitter, that's how I found out about it. I was scrolling on Twitter. Twitter blew up. Yeah. Like, all the sports media, people, I mean, not even just sports media, but everybody mm-hmm. were like, wait, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is engaged? Or, like, I saw some tweets that were like, wait, did Aaron Rodgers just nonchalantly tell the world he's engaged to a famous actress? Nobody saw it coming. Huh. I mean, it, it to me, it was just, and he always is with these, these famous, he always gets with these famous people. I mm-hmm. mean, he's famous too. He's an MVP quarterback, but mm-hmm. for one of the most famous franchises, but how does he keep getting these famous? Is he good looking? <laughs> kind of. Okay. I, that's, I mean, it's better than no. He's got that mustache thing going on. I personally don't think he's as good looking as most women do. So maybe they're just with him. Well, I, I would think. say they're getting with him for his money, but they probably have more money than he does a lot of them. Right. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, but that kind of caught the world by storm. I doubt it lasts. <laughs> I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but come on. Yeah. He goes through all kinds of celebrity mm-hmm. girlfriends, whatever. But yeah. Uh, hey, wish him best of luck. That 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 kind of leads me though to ask: Do you have any? You're a better person to ask than me because you're more hip to the celebrity lifestyles than <laughs> than me. Do you have like a favorite celebrity couple? Blake Shelton. Bla- Blake Shelton. No, I don't like Gwen Stefani. Uh, <laughs> Where did that come from then? <laughs> Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Ah, they're my favorite. I don't even know who. I know Ryan Reynolds. Who's Blake Lively? His wife. What's, what is how, what would I know her from? Gossip Girl. Mm. She's blonde, tall blonde. Pretty. I mean, I know her name. I just can't like picture her. Mm-hmm. But that's your favorite out of all of them? Because mm-hmm. mm. they're cute. And that's the only reason? Yeah. And they like, they like poke fun. And, they just seem like they have a really like happy, publicly, they seem like they have a very happy marriage because they always poke fun at each other and are just very lighthearted and yeah. very supportive of each other. That kind of thing. I think mine would probably be, and I'm just sticking right right along here with my uh, commercial from earlier, but I like uh, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Yeah. They've been together for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of celebrity couples don't last, mm-hmm. but I'm a big fan of them. I also, uh, if you know anything about me and how much I love Duck Dynasty, I got to say Willie and Corey Robertson. Oh, yeah. I really enjoy their relationship, too. I've read some of their books. I've seen all their episodes and mm-hmm. follow them on twi- on uh, social media, Twitter and Instagram. They're always posting good stuff. But those are probably two of my favorites. I would say Carrie Underwood and uh, mm-hmm. and Mike Fisher, the retired hockey player, but yeah. they're just too perfect for me. Ugh. They're just too perfect for me. Nobody's that perfect. Right. Come on. 
gross. Uh, are Kane we? Brown and his wife are a cute couple. You too. like them? Mm-hmm. You like them? Uh, Katie follows all kinds of celebrity wives. Mm-hmm. Like she'll be watching like a Insta video or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you watching? Like, oh, that's so and so's wife. I'm like, I don't even know who that is. She's like following <laughs> them, and she can tell me all about them. I follow uh, Luke Bryan's wife. Yeah, um, Caroline. Is her mm-hmm, name Caroline mm-hmm. or something like that? They, uh, they're fun. They are fun, especially during Christmas when she does her all of her Christmas pranks. I was gonna say just... they get each other. Oh Luke, yeah, Luke gets her too. A couple that I like to keep track of, and a lot of people don't like this couple because they think she broke up his first marriage from his high school sweetheart and all that. Can you guess what I'm talking about? No. Jason Aldean mm. and his wife, Brittany. Mm. They're, mm-hmm. I enjoy following them on social yeah. media and seeing them. A lot of people don't like it because, again, they think that she broke up his marriage. I don't know the details. I don't know all that. But from everything I see, it seems like they're happy together. Mm-hmm. It seems like he co-parents mm-hmm. with his ex very well. Good. It just seems like it's a, a fun, happy family. Yeah. Um, but I, I enjoy them. But You can't be mad at her. No, and again, I don't. I don't know all the details. It's could have been something that was already broken. It could have. Um, I remember how upset so many people were upset when uh, Blake Shelton and Miranda broke up. Mm-hmm. I, there's still people. I, I know people that still don't like Blake Shelton because of the split with Miranda, oh, and, and vice gosh. versa. I know people that don't like Miranda because of the split. It's just so funny to me how people get so invested in these celebrity relationships. Mm-hmm. Worry about your own relationships. Right. Uh, Worry about yourself. But hey, uh, I guess we're pulling for you, Aaron and and Shailene. Mm -hmm. Shailene. Mm -hmm. Shailene. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's going to do it. Thanks for hanging out with us. Let's go ahead and put a bow on this one. Let's wrap up episode 13. Uh, Next week, I feel like episode 14, we'll kind of get back to... uh, kind of just us and some 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 of our benchmarks and things Mm -hmm. there's been so much going on in the world uh lately so uh thanks for listening we appreciate you yeah thanks uh make sure uh, you give us a like and a follow on social media we appreciate that and uh, be on the lookout for episode 14 which Uh will be out next week rate review subscribe what she said all right well i guess that's it okay okay bye Goodbye. So long, knuckleheads. (laughs)